Welcome, everybody, to the H3 Podcast, formerly live but now previously recorded podcast. Welcome, everybody. Today, we are sponsored by Ridge Wallets. Thank you so much to Ridge Wallets. Uh, now is a good time to go check out Teddy Fresh, see if there's something you like there, help support the show. Um, and today, we are joined by Mark Rubier. That's right. Who is a talented improvisational musician, comedian, uh, entertainer. Um, he is going to be doing a live performance for us slash interview after the break. I am super excited to meet with Mark. He is a mega talent. And um, actually, Ian, who is not with us today, uh, brokered the whole thing. But Ian is like a mega fan of mm -hmm. him. But he's going to miss it. Well, we all are now. Ian introduced us to him, though. Yeah, Ian. Ian well, I knew. I, I mean, I knew of him, but Ian was the is the puppet master. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Ian. Uh, Ian is actually going to find love right now. Can I? I think <laughs> I can say that, right? I mean, it's a fantastic little tale. Ian is on his way. The bachelor, the bachelorette who stole Ian's heart during our season of The Bachelor is moving to L.A. to be with Ian. And Ian is flying to her right now to bring her back. <laughs> True love exists. I mean, it, it became such an actual love story. It's such an actual <laughs> love story that came out of this stupid, stupid segment. <laughs> it's unbelievable. At least one iteration of The Bachelor worked out. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what we thought was at, our, at, at its time, our greatest failure turned out to be one of our greatest successes. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful thing about life, isn't it? Um, we posted some new videos. Uh, you may have seen, if you haven't seen them, we posted two new videos, both about Keemstar, the DJ. I don't know what's DJ about him. DJ. He calls himself DJ Killer Keemstar, but is he, has he ever DJed? And that's a good I've never question. seen him DJ. Fake news? You Maybe he does weddings or something. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, we made a video called Content Nuke that we've been working on for an entire month, hundreds of hours of editing and research. And uh, I'm really happy with how it came out. And the second one, we actually was working on... I'm really happy with how it worked out because we had done so much work that the second video was like... We had completed a lot of the main pieces of the second video. Mm -hmm. by the time we posted the first one. So, so it worked really great where we were, we were able to rapidly post the second video that was still a really good, high-quality, polished video as well. So that's a set of videos that I'm very happy with over on H3, H3 Productions. Um, you know, Chick-fil-A is open during this pandemic, uh -huh. and they are taking... No chances. Why are you laughing at me? Because I have ice in my mouth? Yes. Yeah, not very professional. <laughs> not such a good podcast. So. Shredder. Can you see him? No. Chick-fil-A is taking no chances, okay? Check this shit out. They actually have their workers in little bubbles. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but good on them, right? Protect no. your people. How not did they even real? find this so fast? <laughs> This product existed. It looks custom made. <laughs> I love the laughter, though. You think that's not good on them? Put your person in a bubble. No, Send them out there. Good. Yeah, I would want to be in a bubble that's if I was so working Chick Fil A. 
Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you've got to just be taking so much shit all day, though, when you're in a bubble. <laughs> but here's the thing. If the bubble is good for Chick-fil-A, maybe we should all be walking around in bubbles. Right. Maybe bubbles is the way of the future of society. Would you like me to try and find them and uh, yes. purchase a set for yes, us over yeah. here on the podcast? Well, we're thinking of going back to the uh, podcast <laughs> studio soon, so I wonder if we should all be wearing these little Chick-fil-A bubbles. <laughs> yeah, you should try to I'm find down. these. I'm down. <laughs> I wonder what you would call this, a human, uh, a contained human environment uh, bubble, Chick-fil-A brand. I got to tell you, though, since I watched this video, I've been wanting Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I've been wanting Chick-fil-A <laughs> so bad. So I think that's going to end our future here soon. Uh, speaking of Corona, another brilliant invention has come out of it so that you can eat food through your your mask. And I have to be honest, when I first saw this oh on God. Twitter, I thought this was like like something terrible or, you know, that, that website, some, like they just post weird old content. But this is real and this Everything is happening is right terrible. now. Everything is terrible? Everything is terrible? What did I say? Something terrible? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Shit in my mouth. Shit in my tits. Anyway. This is horrific. Yeah, this is horrific. Just take the thing off, man. Okay. Thoughts, guys? Well, you can't see it. I'm watching. <laughs> it just doesn't seem um, that necessary. Uh, couldn't you just, uh, you know, lift up? <laughs> Your mask later? He looks so mm. pathetic. He, the... He's still hitting the thing when he's eating. Like, the food hits the... <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's like, you're going to be such a oh, mess. Oh, yeah, it's, it's touching the mask, actually. Even in their sample video. Kind of, like, more dangerous than... And, I mean, there's a, a big gap where your mouth is, so I have to assume that this is way less safe. <laughs> Look how he struggles to eat. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> He can't even fit, fit a little bite of chicken in there. It's scary looking. Yeah. And you have to, like, work the mechanical hand. I mean, guys. So buy that, too, then. Yeah, please. <laughs> One for each of us. Let's see if I can uh, track it down. I would like to see a video on YouTube of 10 hours of this. You know how they do that? <laughs> Mukbang? You're a weirdo, bro. You're a weirdo, bro. Jeffree Star has, uh, and then another coronavirus-themed uh, story. Jeffree Star, the cosmetic guru and YouTuber, mm -hmm. has come out with a new palette called Cremated. <laughs> Bad timing, people are saying. Bad timing <laughs> for a cremated uh, palette. The point, of course, it's bad timing because what do you do with a disease-ridden corpse? You cremate it. Mm. And I like how he's fading away, too. Like, damn. He's, like, got Thanos snapped. Like, I'm not wanting to put this makeup on. And just be obliterated. Look at his face. just melting away. I'm kind of confused by this. Beyond the bad timing, he he actually had got a lot of shit, and he had to make a statement, which is kind of... It's funny, because obviously, probably was working on it for a while for it to come out now. Yeah. I mean, it, when we do, like, a Teddy Fresh drop... The packaging yeah. and everything, it, it's a long process it's to work on everything. months, you know, at, le at least six months for something of that kind. So I totally get that. Uh, I, I'm not offended by the 
by the name. I think it's funny. People are giving him shit. Yeah. What I am confused by is who the fuck would want to look like a zombie? <laughs> like, I don't know anything about makeup, but I am. I, I know I he sells serious for makeup artists. I'm sure. But I thought he they was would love that makeup artist. Yeah. But why is he? But he's doing like mass production of cosmetics. Well, isn't he trying to sell to a mass audience? Uh, he does. So you want to buy the Frankenstein palette? I'm just saying he probably knows better than us. Frankenstein's monster he's, palette. He's selling uh, yeah, all he, that stuff. Yeah, I believe that one is sold out. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, fuck me in the ass <laughs> again. Fuck my tits. <laughs> cremate my ass. Fuck me and cremate me. <laughs> Um, I just, okay, I guess, hold on, let's see if you're right. Cremated eyeshadow palette. No, it's not sold. Oh, it is sold out. 58 bucks. Sold out, bruh. Man. Did you buy one, Ela? No, I don't. I wish we were selling cosmetics. I don't, I wouldn't even know what to do with it. Cremate, put it on your, put it on my body when I die of Corona. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of think it's a cool product. You do? Oh. Okay. Well, I, lo- I think I look at it from an artistic point. It's like when I buy a marker set, you know, there's like a grayscale set. Mm. It's probably kind of like that. Mm. <laughs> I can see that. It is kind of like quirky and cool. You got to have all the colors of the rainbow. Yeah. But like his, the photo shoot, give me something. Here. <laughs> yeah. He's a zombie Just in the pool. Picture I don't get. Because <laughs> he's trying to be like casual. <laughs> Like he's using it like casually. He's not like ah, it's a hollow. Not... It's I'm doing. I'm on a yeah. set. No, he's in his pool looking like a damn undead zombie. It does <laughs> not work for me. Vin Diesel likes it, incidentally. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? You're right, Vin. When you're right, you're right. Here's a video of him announcing What's up, it. Everybody? Okay, Welcome do you have a problem with this my... table and and room? Uh, what is this room? This is where you get cremated. Dude, what the hell? There is just way too much to take in here, Jeffree Star. He's in a black room with leather walls and a table of a female on all fours. It's a statue of a female on all fours and then a glass. That's the table. Everything is black and white, too. Was the whole room made for this palette? It certainly looks like it. My God. Yeah, this guy's. I'm just telling you, dude, we need to sell cosmetics. I'll sell some fucking cremated <laughs> cosmetics. What palette would you come up with? What palette should I sell? I will sell the um, spaghetti sauce face palette. Okay. Make your face. What look- about all the fast food? Um, yeah. Fast food inspired. Yeah, just ketchup on your face. (laughs) Hamburger meat brown. Right. Popeyes. A follow up to the collection. Now you guys know. Um, Let's see where the palette goes on. Fast forwarding. Oh, he brought out a cowboy. That looks like me from 90 Day. This This looks like me from the 90. uh, The fan. Slow down, Ethan. Get your words together. This guy looks oh. like me in the 90s boy band video. He yeah. literally is dressed identical to me. Look at that tan. The- yes. We grew up in Bushwick together. We did. We're childhood friends. Oh my God. Okay. Hi, Vic. How are you? I'm good. And you? Amazing. Now, listen, you guys. Vic really slayed modeling in his campaign. When do I see so the cremated? Dope. 
Um, oh my god, hello! I think he actually shows it in the other video. And this shade of where he makes a statement. Lipstick, a more dark Dude, this guy is glam as fuck. You see those thumb, those fingernails? It is absolutely really gorgeous. Okay, yeah, they're not they're not putting the makeup on. How they? they, they what, what am I supposed to do when they're not showing me the makeup? Which video? The video where he addresses the backlash. It's so he used video. the backlash to sell it better. That's a genius market right there. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to my channel. Hi, how are ya? Now in today's video, hey, how are ya? To this. Yes. Oh my God. Yes, you guys. Today, one of my best friends on the planet, Miss Lipstick Nick, is here. You know here, what would have been a better name, in my opinion? Go ahead. Um, something like film noir inspired maybe no film okay. noir <laughs> mm. cremated and it definitely no i like cremated better cremated yeah. pops you know what would have been better um plague <laughs> just plague and and death you know what would be better been uh uh, corpse, corpse, just corpse. Okay. Just corpse that's been rotting for at least a year. Rot. <laughs> Rot. Transform and show you guys exactly how the hell she did this unreal cremated grayscale makeup. Now. I just don't get it. I'm sorry. Where do you put this on? What is the occasion? It's not for you. How dare you? How do you? How could you exclude me from this? Maybe um, I bet the like the goth community is probably into it. They probably love it. You know, maybe I'm just I'm trying to understand. And obviously, I don't know anything about makeup. But maybe it's really hard to get that clean white palette from makeup. I don't know. Probably to find all those uh, shades in I mean, one palette. Yeah, I mean, when I did white man face, I that my makeup went on pretty easy. <laughs> but uh, it's not Jeffree Star quality. No. <laughs> no. So, what kind of backlash did it get? Let's see, Jeffree Star. So you're going to tell me Jeffree Star is releasing a palette called Cremated during a global pandemic where thousands are dying? Please, who are his PR team? Also, these shades are so nasty. Tell me they aren't all dupes of themselves. Ooh, the girl's throwing shade. <laughs> well, if she liked the palette, would she have not complained? Like, what's the bigger issue here? Right. The fact also, that and the just by the way, we're we just not a fan. That's a good point. Yeah. The fact that point. she doesn't like it discredits her outrage. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. What does dupes of themselves mean? She means they're all too too similar. Oh, they're too similar, Jeff. You're getting caught up. And there's only one white, so what am I supposed right. to do with all this other crap? That's kind of a problem. See, you do get makeup on. It's just one white and then a bunch of glitter? Like, what am I, what am I fucking Tin Man? <laughs> I should buy one of these and do a review. So It's sold out, though, unfortunately. Yeah, it's sold out. Sold out. Mm. So, anyway, I he says it didn't come from a bad place. And, obviously, I, of course, I uh, totally agree that that would be crazy mm -hmm. the reason he didn't postpone the release is because he has other palettes coming out this year and there was just no place to put it just like the bodies jeffrey <laughs> i'm kidding i'm not i'm not angry <laughs> hundred thousand people almost dead by the way wow 
and Jeffree Star is out here making cremated. cremated. Guys, at this point, I want to give a huge mother-loving thank you to Ridge Wallets, which is quickly becoming what can only be described as the greatest, most efficient wallet around. You slide your card in. You keep your cash right here, your money clip. It's slick. It's modern. It's tight, and it's just right. And it comes with this. Little screw. It's the anti-Costanza wallet, for those of you who know what I'm talking about. Um, this is a light, sleek, industrial wallet. It doesn't fold awkwardly, bulge in your back pocket, and it has seriously changed my whole pocket situation. It is designed to easily fit into any of your pockets. And most people who are still using wallets designed in the 90s, carrying around old receipts, gift cards, hotel keys, and an unorganized mess, the Costanza wallet is now a thing of the past. So here's the deal. It holds up to 12 cards, plus it has room for cash. There are over 30 colors and styles, including carbon fiber and burnt titanium. Yeah, baby. I personally really do love it, but don't take my word for it. They've got 30,000 five-star reviews. The durable material means each wallet has a lifetime warranty. You could buy this one wallet and carry it for life. <laughs> Ridge Wallet. The Ridge team is so confident that you'll like it, they'll let you test drive it for 45 days. And you could send it back for a full refund if you don't love it. Oh. That's awesome. Um, so... You got nothing to lose, guys. Head on over to ridge.com slash h3. Use the code h3 and get 10% off today with free worldwide shipping and returns by going to ridge.com slash h3 and using code h3. This Ridge wallet is going to change the game. <laughs> I got to tell you, I hate the Costanza wallet. I hate I having shit jiggle around my pocket, but this is like, mwah. I love it. Ridge wallet. Thank you, guys. All right. And Joe Rogan, making right. big moves, actually, that affects all of us, really, in the podcasting space. Joe Rogan has signed an exclusive deal with Spotify. There's a lot of interesting facets here. One being that he's moving his video portion of his podcast to Spotify, which means the videos are going on Spotify now. That is, That doesn't exist right now, does it? No. YouTube should be scared. Yeah. Dude, Spotify is such a huge beloved platform that videos going up there could could really uh, YouTube could be move. could be facing a crisis here for sure. I wonder how they feel about it and if there was any negotiation at all with YouTube to like Dude, the money keep they gave him on him? YouTube. But I feel like they made a big um, I mean, it's a big loss for YouTube. Well, I don't think YouTube would have shut out the kind of money. They say, so they reported that it was at least $100 million. Mm -hmm. Now, I've heard from people, I've heard from people that, that, that may be a, rep, a good source for this, that it was well over $100 million. I've heard the number as high as $500 million. Mm, That's crazy. But is it crazy? Because the, when they announced that they signed him exclusively, the market cap for... Spotify increased by 1.7 billion. <laughs> Look at that spike in their stock on the announcement that they had signed Joe Rogan. It they got 1.7 billion dollars of new value. That's insane. Holy crap. 
I'm, be I'm there though. I, I think a lot of that was probably the fact that it came along with this announcement about that they're they're entering video. Like some is for sure that Joe Rogan is like kind of the lead pilot guy that they're bringing in to spearhead that. But um, just the the fact alone, like you said, that they're they're going in on on, on YouTube video. space mm-hmm. um, is a huge deal. Yeah, it is going to be really interesting to see what happens. And you know, I don't think YouTube would have would have put out that kind of money. And 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 well, Spotify is a paid service, so they have a lot more. They have a lot more to gain by bringing Joe Rogan over. It reminds me a lot of like once Howard Stern went to Sirius. They gave Howard Stern like ungodly hundreds of millions of dollars, you know. Mm-hmm. But but ultimately it was it was uh, totally worth it for them. So this is really, really interesting. His podcast is now on Spotify and it will be going exclusively by the end of the year, including video. He says it will remain free and will be exactly the same show. It's just a licensing deal. So Spotify won't have any creative control over the show. They just want me to continue doing it the way that I'm doing it now. <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder if they can buy, keep buying up more that podcasts. Such a big move. I have to say that I'm so I have to say I'm so impressed by Joe Rogan's foresight because he intentionally kept his show off Spotify mm. for all this time. Now, our show's on Spotify, and I really like it there. We get a lot of uh, audience there, so mm-hmm. it's really good for us. But I guess his show is so big that, you know, whatever amount of audience he gets is is negligible there. But the foresight to not go on there for years was so genius. I would yeah. never, I wouldn't have thought of that. He's playing 3D chess, with, and well, there you go. It's... Uh... It it really is well deserved too. I mean, what he's done with the podcast is just insane. You guys were yeah. talking about um, his downloads. I don't see. Any stats I was here. just surprised by the number. Um, they yeah. mentioned it somewhere briefly over in that area. I think where yeah, his YouTube channel is enormous too. Eight and a half million subscribers, and um. A musician would need uh, Yeah, I don't see it. Maybe you can find it. Um, I know a lot of his fans are not happy about it, though. They see it as selling out. And um, I don't I know. I, I, dis- I do disagree, too. I think it's going to enable him, actually, to do the show better because it gets so difficult on YouTube to do the show. I yeah. mean, we experience it all the time. I mean, money aside, there's issues of this new issue that's new tormenting everybody is the block, the block worldwide. So money aside, okay, you have companies blocking your video because it has content they have. It's like, go ahead and claim it. I don't give a shit. But they block it. So I think it's time for for some healthy competition, you know, in this space. And I, I personally think it will only help it will help everybody ultimately. This was the number. Uh, last year, the podcast was downloaded 190 million times per month. 100 million times per month. 190 million. 190, almost 200 million. Yeah, almost 200 million per 190 month. 190 million per month. Wow. That's probably why he had so little loyalty to YouTube, anyways. I mean, that it, he gets a f- small fraction of that from YouTube. The vast majority of that is still in audio downloads, you know? So, what does he really care about? youtube in the grand scheme of things i wonder if we're going to get more audience on spotify now though because all these people are going to go to spotify to listen to joe mm-hmm. right 
So Joe Rogan, in this article, they say, they quote someone, and he's saying, Joe Rogan just got paid the equivalent value of over 26 billion streams for a podcast license. 26 uh, billion streams? Mm-hmm. Well, they're saying, I, I, think I think that's assuming that $100 million paycheck number. What the uh, fuck? How many streams a, you would need to get yeah, to... Uh, a musician would need to generate 23 billion streams on Spotify to earn what they're paying Joe Rogan for the rights but for the podcast. Does anyone stream that much? Because I know like Post Malone, like his big hits are doing like a billion streams. But that means he's, yeah, total, st- he, he's probably done like 5 billion or something. That's a lot. Yeah, of I don't. I don't know if anybody has. What did you say? Twenty-one billion. Twenty-three billion streams, wow. but that's that's just what they paid him to move it over. Right. I also wonder if he's going to be able to put ads on it. If they're going to control the ads, how that's going to work. I'm very curious about this whole situation. Yeah. But uh, congratulate Joe on a uh, on a bounty well deserved, and I'm very curious <laughs> about how that shakes up the the landscape. You know. Mm-hmm. Speaking of failed tech initiatives, on the other side of the coin, Queeby. Have you guys heard of Queeby? <laughs> These guys spent four hundred to five hundred million dollars advertising, and I've never heard of it. <laughs> this has got to be one of the biggest epic fails in modern day tech startups. It's short for Quick Bite, uh-huh. and the premise is that it's Netflix. For it's mobile only, and they're making 10-minute-long content productions. And it's really high, high-end production with famous actors and comedians and all this shit. So they, they spent like – here. They spent, I think, like a billion dollars um, or more, for Christ's sake. $1.75 billion they raised. And it's just a total flop. And, I mean – I wish they would have consulted me first because I could have told them straight up <laughs> that this idea was awful. I don't want to watch, I don't want to pay money to watch 10 minute videos on my phone. Yeah, I don't get it. I uh, I mean, that content is supposed to be free. People expect that kind of content to be free. Right? Hollywood's top talent. Um, and how much is it? It's kind of expensive too. Eight dollars a month. Man, fuck off. <laughs> so this guy, this is even better. He's blaming the rocky launch on get this coronavirus. Right. <laughs> he says he says the company courted a list talent like Steven Spielberg, Jennifer Lopez, and raised over one point seven five billion in funding. Queeby was ultimately meant to be a service for users on the go which is a selling point that disappeared after coronavirus forced people to stay inside. I'm sorry, <laughs> if you're making a media company that that when people have way more free time on their hands than they usually do right. is a is a strike against you, then your shit sucks. They're like, man, I've got all this time on my hands. I definitely don't want to watch Queeby. There's way better <laughs> shit than that. He says, it's not really unexpected that Queeby has a rough start. Being a mobile-only streaming service was only, always a risky bet. I mean, most services are multi-platform, and consumers have made it clear they don't want to be dedicated in how they watch entertainment. So why did you do it then? This is the guy who made it. The coronavirus pandemic has only exacerbated the underlying issues that Quibi has as a service. Yeah. there's actually We actually have some footage from a Quibi uh, original. Here, you want to take off Fredo? Poor boy, he's not feeling well. So this was um, 
here we have some of their great the golden arm show oh my god dan you want to set this up <laughs> yes then you oh, oh oh just as far as uh that clip um yeah, yeah so uh actually i think it's better if people just see it cold okay. and then i can give a little bit of context afterwards but i think it's actually so funny. this is an oh, emmy winner rachel brosnan brosnahan plays a woman obsessed with her golden arm now this isn't a comedy because i saw this and i was like oh it's just it's like a weird zany no. comedy nope <laughs> really yeah <laughs> then of course when it came it's like way the original no, you can't be serious. I still don't believe it. That is culinary gold business. As long as I love that you just don't want to believe it. I look it up. I mean, this is a this is a famous folk tale. I know, but they shot like it's a joke. I can't take off. Can't take off my golden arm ever, sir. No, but they're acting like it's a comedy. They're like overacting and stuff. Like, this is a continual shot. Look at the bad acting. It's okay. I'm right here. It's a dream. A terrible dream. Promise me something. Anything. When I die, <laughs> bury me with my golden arm. <laughs> That's not serious. I refuse to believe that. It's not a comedy. Yeah. See it. I will bury you with your golden Nah, I don't believe it. I frankly don't believe it. Someone said it's threat level midnight. If it is, oh, that was Chrissy Teigen. Uh, famous Chrissy Teigen, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I don't believe that. That's not a comedy, and I will never. I mean, I'm going to have to download Quibi and watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, okay. So uh, what I will give you is that it is part of a project from Sam Raimi. Um, it, it's a horror anthology thing that he did for Quibi. Um, you know, kind of like... Horror? Uh, what was that show that was an anthology? American Horror Story, right? Where it's like each one is kind of its own little sub story. Or, or maybe a Twilight Zone is a good way to think about it. Or Black Mirror or something like that. So each one is like its own little thing. Oh my and, you know, Sam Raimi has always been a little like tongue in cheek with his okay. stuff, like Evil Dead and, and stuff like that. There you He's go. It's a little goofy. Um, but still, I mean, this it, it is supposed to be scary. No. <laughs> Meg Whitman said our target audience at Quibi is 25 to 35 years old. See, that's already bad. You're a mobile device. Look at dude. Your audience should be TikTok. Should be everyone. Yeah. What better way to get content for that target demo than hiring our target demo? I love millennials and Gen Zers enthusiasm and can do attitude. I mean, it's like does, a condescending parent. Does that just mean they just hired cheap, inexperienced people? Because that's what it sounds to me like. They work very hard and they want to do great things. And I think they love that they can get more responsibility at a startup like Quibi. That sounds so bad. <laughs> So they started with $2 billion in the bank and over 200 employees. Not exactly the tech startup that you would think of. Also, I'm noticing in this article that they quote the founder, and he says he's unhappy with the company's results. He's so miserable. Far. Yeah. But then the CEO, 
which is a different person, is saying she says that she thinks it's uh it's doing pretty okay. Yeah, she's spinning it, and he's like, "Fuck this! I just wasted a billion dollars." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They go. The CEO goes. I think you'll see nice, slow, yeah. steady growth. No. <laughs> like I'm curious, and I'm not even gonna buy it. And I'm ri- and I'm frankly, I'm rich too. It's like not <laughs> even worth the eight effort. dollars. No, yeah. it's not even a money no issue. Way. It's just I'm not. It's like not worth the effort to download their stupid app <laughs> and then worry about canceling. I'd it. rather open YouTube. <laughs> it's what free. do you guys think of the name? Just the it's name awful. It's name. awful. I don't like it. <laughs> Queeby. Everything about it's awful. I'm surprised this thing made it to light. Uh, other news: Raging Hollywood Hills uh, house party ends when a man shoots himself in the groin. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Just a headline. Large gatherings are still prohibited in Los Angeles, but that didn't stop a raging house party Saturday night in the Hollywood Hills that ended when police say a man shot himself in the penis. Now that's a fucking rager. You know what I'm that's saying? That's a rager. Oh, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to do it. Ah! <laughs> uh, when they responded, they found that more than 100 people were gathered at the short-term rental property that appeared to be reserved for the occasion. It's a nice house. You can see pictures of it. I just like to imagine 100 people gather around this one dude in the middle. <laughs> I'm going to fucking shoot myself in the dick. <laughs> do it. <laughs> do it and then finally uh ending wait, on wait, wait. A- real real quick in that article uh did you say that when when uh the paramedics showed up there were still hundreds of people gathered there yes after a dude had shot himself in the dick i probably yes. would have bounced at that point nah dude you, you don't know how to party bro this is a <laughs> when, coronavirus it, party buddy. <laughs> when people start shooting their own dicks off it's usually <laughs> when i dip from a party uh <laughs> you wouldn't have stayed to see that dan well, I, the party climaxed at that point. It's That's all downhill. The, the party's over. <laughs> Where do you go from there? Shoot the tits off. <laughs> um, Lori Lachlan and Mosimo Giannulli. Giannulli. We've talked about this story so many times, and we still don't know how to say the name. Anyway, these are the parents during the uh, the college admission scandal that paid half a million bucks, so they're dumbass. Oh, their daughter was a YouTuber, and yeah. they faked that she was like on the ski on the on the uh, row team, yeah. So she could rowing, get into yeah. USC, and um, they were trying to fight it. Unlike all the parents who were like, all the other parents were like, "Yes, we fucked up. This is humiliating. <laughs> we take the plea deal. Whatever. I plead guilty." But these two geniuses wanted to fight it in court, <laughs> and um, the government is just piling on charges, being like, "Okay." Okay, you don't want to take the plea deal? Here's another uh, charge. They were looking at they were looking at like 40 years in prison or some shit if they lost. Right. You know. So, the government laid it on heavy enough that they were like, "All right." So, the new sentence, this is the plea deal. Lori has agreed to 2 months in prison and a $150,000 fine and 2 years of probation. But now she also has to perform 250 hours of community service, which hopefully means her in an orange jumpsuit on the side of the, <laughs> the highway. But now with coronavirus, that just means she gets to do it at home. You're right. That's absolutely right. So she basically well house arrest. Oh, good. Well, they're definitely dragged forever. Yeah. And then her husband is going to do five months in prison and two hundred fifty thousand dollars fine and two hundred fifty 
hours of community service. 250 hours, that's quite a bit. I mean, that's that's like eight yeah, hours. What's 250 divided by eight? They probably don't even do eight hours. Like, what, what do you imagine? It's probably like a three-hour shift, right? Or four hours. So what's 250 divided by four? We're talking about for when uh, people... Um, have to do the community service on the side of the road or whatever. Yeah, it's it's a full day. Oh, it's like I've eight hours. Few, I've known a few people that uh, <laughs> had to do community service. Damn, Dan, you took up their whole day. Okay, so what's what's a two fifty divided by eight? Why are you doing uh, this? Guys? I'm not smart enough to do that in my head. Why do you do uh, that to us? Well, good, calculator, well, good, baby. Good, good, you're the I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Thirty one, uh, thirty one days, thirty one and a quarter. So that's a straight month of yeah. That's pretty good. You might you might do like a half. It's probably over two months or three, something like that. And then it said he's and then he's going to jail for five months, huh? Yeah, but as Elo pointed out, they they won't put him there because of the virus. They're going home. Yeah, they'll be under house arrest. Yeah. They had vowed to fight the charges. As for why the charge change of heart, they were facing multiple felonies. The feds kept adding charges the longer they resisted, and if convicted on all counts, could have served more than forty years. Yeah, fuck that. Damn. Yeah, you take the deal at that point. Oh, yeah. That story is so embarrassing for them. Oh, and then another one. Kendall, General, uh, Kendall Jenner. <laughs> You're so good with names, man. Agrees oh, to cough up $90,000 over Fire Festival promo because she was one of the models that was promoting this shit. <laughs> and what's f- actually interesting, this is a lesson for all you kids in business. She got paid 275000 so she's still walking away with a cool and clean one eighty five. She's got a lot of money still. She's doing all right. One eighty five thousand. She's doing pretty well. Yeah. So that's that's pretty, a lesson for you. Pretty. When deciding if to break the law, just think that if you get fined, just make more money than if what the fine is for. That's how pharmaceutical companies think about everything. They're like, damn, we put. So okay, this medicine killed like a thousand babies, but we did make a billion dollars. The FDA is going to charge us two hundred fifty million, so we're still going to make seven hundred fifty thousand. The babies is just collateral. Mm-hmm. Million, but yes, million, but yeah. The point stands. Yes. What did I say? Thousand instead of a million. Well, a million babies. No. <laughs> what are we talking about? Forget about what it. Are, why did you it say a million matter. babies? You just <laughs> no. You got the note. You said. <laughs> Go ahead and correct me, Ila. <laughs> you meant to say seven hundred and fifty million. You said seven fifty thousand. Oh yes. But why did you say a million babies died? I did not. That's dark. Why would you put that image <laughs> in my head? No babies were harmed in the making of this podcast. I would call that uh, false advertising. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite ja line Rule. from the fire, fest, the fire fraud. Ja Rule goes, it's not fraud. It's just false advertising. <laughs> that's not fraud. Right. I would call that uh, false advertising. You fucking mm-hmm. idiot. Makes sense. <laughs> you dumb ass. <laughs> okay. Let's talk with Mark Rubier. We've got him on Zoom. We are going to ask him some questions. We are going to get some live performance. I am super excited to jam with our boy, Mark. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with Mark Rubier. Did I say your name right? You didn't. And you know what? Uh That's okay. (laughs) Wait, say it for me. 
It's close. It's rub. Rubier. Oh, rubier. Oh, rubier. Yeah. Mm, it's, it's French. It's very French. And yeah, I've heard every permutation. It's okay. <laughs> and are you uh, are you a French man? Have you been? Are you from France? I am. I'm a little French boy. I'm a half French boy. My dad's French and or was French and my mom's American. Well, Mark, if you don't know, is an improvisational musician extraordinaire. A uh, mega talent that, and correct me if I'm wrong here, sprung from the bowels of Reddit. <laughs> the first time I remember seeing you, I don't know if that's if that sounds uh, because that, that's ba- pretty accurate. Yeah, Reddit was really helpful in the beginning for sure. I think I could say that I also sprang from the bowels of Reddit. But the thing that I would, uh, the first time I saw you was on this strange Reddit live tool where. I don't know oh, if yeah. they still have it where yeah. whoever has the most viewers is on the top and Public everyone watches Access them. Network, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, so were, were you already kind of somewhat Reddit famous before the public asset access thing, or was that part of your rise? Um, I mean, I guess, I don't know, to a degree, you know, it's like every once in a while I would upload some shit and then Reddit, you know, the videos subreddit would, would share it. And, just depending on the video it would do i it it would do well or it would do very poorly um but you know reddit is fickle like that it's like the timing has to be right the title has to be right and then the video needs to be it's like within the first like 10 seconds you need to be interested or else people will just shit all over it so it was it took it took a while well reddit is like boot camp for content creation but it is funny sometimes when i was coming up you post a video you can post a video on Reddit, and one day you'll get downvoted into oblivion. You'll post the same video, the same title, the same everything the next day, and it will go to the front page. Yeah. <laughs> it's it a doesn't strange make any piece. sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, do you, would you like to place a song? You want me to make you a little something? What do we? Uh, what's on our minds? How, do, how does your musical creation work? You just kind of go off, you riff? Do you have, make music? Uh, I know your yes, training is classical. I make it from scratch. I've got my little uh, uh, my little looper right here and my little keyboard and drum pads right here. I don't know if you can see that, but uh, you might be able to once we switch over. And uh, yeah, I just start selecting sounds, you know, like a drum sound, and then I'll put some shakers on there and a little keyboard and a little bass, and then they'll all just layer up. And then I just make some shit up over it. This is your medium of choice, but I know you are classically trained. Is that right? Yeah, originally when I was a, when I was a, a tiny, tiny little child, I started <laughs> taking piano lessons, and uh, and then I basically classically until I was maybe fifteen, and then I stopped and taught myself sort of improvisational jazz mm. and blues and stuff like that. You know, yeah. Um, so the classical, I don't know. There's a foundation for music theory, but I don't, I don't, I couldn't. I couldn't play a piece of music off of, you know, off of a sheet. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Nice. We've got that in common. I was yeah. watching some of your live performances. Oh, and, yeah. And um, it looks like it would be so <clears throat> scary because it's just all on the spot. And you get... <laughs> You even get naked and then, like, not naked, oh, like in underwear. Send me, uh, <laughs> send me some screenshots. Buddy. Slap that over there. Yeah, yeah, but, I do, I do. It's the live shows are the same where I'll like, I have no plan. Like if you've ever seen Reggie Watts, yes. you know, 
it's like that's it's the same idea where I walk out on stage with no plan, no set list, nothing prepared, and then just see what happens, you know, and um, just see what the fuck happens. And sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's a little less good, but hopefully it's like, you know, there's a baseline of entertainment there. There is. <laughs> and are, do you find it terrifying, liberating, walking out there without any plan, any set? I mean, how do you how how kind of. How do you prepare for a show, I guess, too? Uh, it's definitely both. It's for sure terrifying and very liberating. And it's also plays to my strengths because I'm like just a super impatient person. I don't like planning for shin, practicing this thing and ba 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 ba. I don't like doing all of that. So if I can, it's a pretty amazing job. I just walk out there and like do my thing for an hour. And um, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I don't really prepare much. I sort of, you know, I'll like drink a little water. I'll have a beer and I'll just sort of stand back there and like jump up and down, you know, psych myself up a little bit. And uh, and then off we go. You just got to get out there and shit on it. You know? The energy <laughs> levels are insane. And I actually I want to watch this one video, if I may. I know oh, you can't please. see it, but it's you. I'll, I'll play for the audience now. Kung Fu style. I'm just gonna play this. Glasses on, bitch. I'm about to karate, baby. About to do it, baby. About to kick it when I'm punching that. So tell me about the setting, because it looks like you're just so in a sandwich shop. <laughs> and these people don't know who you are, right? So you're kind of just like blowing this place up. The energy is insane. Everybody is like, what is going on? Tell me yeah. about this show. Dude, that that was that, like that was, I would say, I think two years ago um, when I was starting in Dallas. That's where I'm from originally. I live in New York now. But when I was in Dallas, I got I sort of managed to finagle these like three weekly residencies at bars and restaurants where like they, <laughs> they especially that place that's brain dead brewing in Dallas and they would pay me to come in at like 1 p.m. to their lunch crowd who doesn't give a shit about has no wow. clue who I am and uh, they would just let me do us like a three-hour set just a three wow. <laughs> And then, but it seems the reception is good. I mean, people are like, holy fuck, you know? Yeah, that that was a few. I think that was maybe like at, towards the end when I had started to establish a small following. So people started like coming to the restaurant in the afternoons and shit, you know? Mm -hmm. But at the beginning, it's like there's videos. I live streamed all those performances and like. You, it's just like 10 people in the restaurant looking up from their fucking baloney like <laughs> fuck is this dude doing not... oh this is be... awesome. i love all these performances from the uh from what i mean it looks like a sandwich shop i don't know bar yeah it's like a brew pub <clears throat> brew pub mm -hmm. yeah. so with that being said would you like to uh play play us uh music play us yeah, a man, music let me make some shit up i thought maybe uh doing something for like H three might be fun. Ooh. I love it. I'd be, make, be honored. Make, make a little something for H three. I don't know. Maybe it'll suck, but we should give it a <laughs> shot. I'd love to hear that. All right. 
Yeah, we're gonna do that, and 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 here's how we're gonna. It's gonna. Be Gotta get that baseline good and good and fat. Get that hey. in there. Microphone, everybody sit the fuck down. Yo, it's time for the podcast shit. Ethan and Neil and Dan and Zach and Ian, baby. Yo, we're coming through, bitch. Yo, I got a little podcast, baby. Gonna come through with the podcast. I gotta get the news on blast. I'm talking about Trisha Paytas. I'm talking about food, fast food. I'm talking R. Kelly. Do you have your passport, bitch? I said, do you have your motherfucking passport? Did you get your shots? It's time to go down home. I'ma do it, bitch. A chorus. Baby. You better watch out. You better watch out. Who are 
deep cuts, dude. I liked it. That's amazing. Dude, even the R. Kelly, do you have your passports? Wow. Fantastic. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Tell me about your setup here. Let's see what you got here. You got the, the audio with all the fat buttons. Tell me about these huge buttons. <laughs> dude, you got to check these big buttons out. Um, <laughs> So they're, they're, uh, this is a Boss RC505. It's got five little channels, excuse me, where you can register all of the tracks, all of my little looping tracks, like the piano's right here. I, I, muted, I muted it so you can't hear. But anyway, there's five channels that you can load in sounds and like overdub sounds on. So that's how you do the harmonies. And that's, you know, and then there's little knobs for you to fuck with stuff and filters for your voice. And then these are my drum pads. Got my little drum pads here. There's 16 mm. of them. And you can assign them all to play, you know, whatever sample you want them to play. And then I've got 49 velocity-sensitive keys here that are just silky and, and, and light to the touch. Give me some, <laughs> give me some velocity uh, examples. Show me, show, me, uh, show me how the feather and weight differences Working. Let me tell you. Let me show you exactly how that works. I'm gonna now mute my voice here and go back to the stream so you can hear it. Fantastic. So now, now that we're back, velocity, a light velocity, is gonna be okay. A heavy. So if you're doing a little. Wow. Very, very. So, you know, you got you, it, it's expression. It allows you to be soft or heavy with it to get, you know, to get to get thick or light with it. So would you be open to uh, I'm going to I'm going to throw you a an idea. Keemstar song with both light and sensitive touch. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> let's say like let's hey. say like this. How about this? Keemstar chapter one. The nuke goes off. That's obviously high high velocity. The yes. nuclear fallout is more of a feather touch. Still deadly, though. <laughs> oh, baby. Okay, we're going to hit a little Keemstar. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. What is it? Here we go. <laughs> Here we fucking go, baby. All right. I'm trying to think about... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Keemstar. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit, yo, baby said. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it's it. It's my jam! Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keemstar's a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby.
giant piece of shit, god damn it, baby. Keem stars a giant piece of shit, god damn it, baby. Keem stars a giant piece of shit, god damn it, baby. Keem stars a giant piece of shit, god damn it, baby. Keem stars a giant piece of shit, god damn it, baby. Keem stars a giant piece of shit, god damn it, baby. Keem stars a giant piece of shit, god damn it, baby. Keem stars a giant piece of shit, god damn it, baby. Keem stars a giant piece of shit, god damn it, baby. Keem stars a giant piece of shit, god damn it, baby. light touch it's no light touch when it comes to keem i said i'm getting mad yo bitch i'm getting mean it's keem star walking around a douche child big douche child keem star's a damn douche bitch he's a douche a damn douche bitch a douche bitch keem star's a motherfucking damn douche bitch a damn douche bitch i said keemy baby keemy what the fuck god damn it why you gotta belittle mental illness why you gotta do that why you gotta do that? Why you gotta be a piece of shit constantly, relentlessly, chronically? It's a disease. Yo, baby, get yourself off your damn shit. Gotta. Keem stars a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keem stars a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keem stars a giant piece of shit. God damn it, baby. Keem stars a giant piece of shit. And I'ma say it all again. He's a motherfucker. He's a motherfucker. He's a motherfucker. He's a la Got the papa diva do barata tita ta. Team star, shut the fuck up, baby. Shut your ass up. Shut your damn ass up. Shut your ass up. Shut your damn ass up. I said big boys are talking. Big boys are talking. Big boys are talking. Time to go to your room. Ooh, ha, ooh, ha, yeah. I don't know. How was that? <laughs> that was fantastic, dude. Wow. The big boys are talking. Mm. Woo! I was a head bobbing the whole time. <laughs> I couldn't go light on it. I really couldn't do Keemstar with a light. No, I yeah. totally understand. There's nothing. There's no light touch there. Yeah. You, I assume it takes some time to master the arts of improvisational music. Tell me about your uh, process of getting to become the nin- the music ninja that you are today. <laughs> like when how did i mean how no, long have you been doing i'm so glad you yeah. asked yeah please. <laughs> um it it i mean i don't know dude it took uh it took a while for sure but um basically i mean i've just been playing piano since i was a kid and also acting since i was a kid and this show is like it's a marriage of those two things you know it's it's just sort of an absurd completely ridiculous journey into whatever the fuck I feel like doing that day. Um, and I, it, it's, it, it comes, I mean, I, I've been tr- basically trying to make music for the last 
13 or 14 years, I guess, um, very unsuccessfully, hmm. uh, deeply unsuccessfully. Hmm. <laughs> and, um, and then I found this little loop station and was still very unsuccessful for a number of years. And then I lost a job. And that's when I decided to try and like book gigs in Dallas. Mm. And that's when I sort of, you know, you have to take it seriously. If yeah. you're not right. willing to take it seriously, it probably won't take you seriously, you know? And w at what point was there a moment where you're like, oh shit, this is actually uh, working? Uh, I think it happened fairly quickly. Like once I was able to get those few gigs in Dallas, I, well, I think there were two different stages. It's like there, the, the, the gigs in Dallas were paying my rent. So that already That's was amazing. Yeah. Amazing to me. Um, that, that, that was that happening. And, uh, and then when I moved to New York, I had to sort of start from scratch again. I had a small following on YouTube, maybe like 10,000 subscribers. Um, and, and, and then a couple months into being in New York, people started sharing the stuff around on Facebook of all places. It's my <laughs> largest platform, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, I really? did not know that. Tell me about yeah. your Facebook page. What's that? <clears throat> Tell me about your Facebook page because I don't I don't spend any time on Facebook these days. So I mean I don't either, but apparently uh, yeah. a lot of people do. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, how many followers on Facebook? How many views do your videos get there? Uh, I have over a million on Facebook, and they wow. get. Uh, I mean, it depends on the video, but there's there's plenty with 10, 15 million views. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. That's fantastic that you've been able to find an audience on Facebook. Thanks, dude. I mean, I didn't plan it at all. I just, I just sort of started uploading my shit natively to like my, just you know, my, my page. And at some point in there, like late 2018, I noticed that like some of these videos that I had made like a year ago were all of a sudden like hitting. I mean, wow. fucking hitting. Wow. I, I had like 10,000 likes on my page and within a week it was like 50, 100,000, wow. 150,000. That's and crazy. Um, the Zuck smiled upon you. <laughs> wow, you got Zuck, Zuck. Decided to lay down some sunshine. <laughs> hey, why don't we do a song about uh, Mark Zuckerberg? That seems like a fun topic. <laughs> yes, Ooh. the Zuck. That's a great idea. Why don't we say a prayer to Mark Zuckerberg for your Facebook page? A prayer for for Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, our internet, our internet father. <laughs> yeah, of course. And resident cyborg. <laughs> right. <laughs> this funny idea of doing like a, <laughs> hey, Shelly. Yes, sir. Hey, could you uh, tell me just real quick, could you check outside and just let me know if we out here? Yes, give me just a second, sir. Hey, Jim. What's up, Shelly? Just, uh, uh, boss wants to know if we're out here. Yes, we are. Sir? Yes. We out here. We fully out here. Thank you so much, Shelly. I appreciate that. Okay. Um, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> we are out here. Let's, uh, let's do a little something. A little something for sweet Zuck. Oh, sweet Zucky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, you look weird. You look really weird, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. 
<laughs> you got <laughs> what the fuck is going on with your sweet baby rave? All right, let's see. Mm. Zuckerberg, born Mark XAE12, Unit B, born to wealthy parents, Mark never knew pain, Harvard graduate, coding his little heart out, when one day, Yes, Mark knew he had to make something happen. Before you knew it, Mark was in control of an empire. And it was at that point when old Zuck was sitting on top of the world, sitting pretty, baby, that he said, Finally, my plans are complete. I have the entire world logged, categorized. I can finally use them to my will.
Yeah, baby, Zucky. Finally, he can take over the world, control us, and make us do his bidding. Kill everybody. This is Zuck. Now that you're logged into your Facebook account, you can kill each other. Everyone kill each other immediately. Mark, what is happening? What's happening to me? Big book. I must kill. I must kill. Thank you, Lord Zuckerberg. Thank you, Lord Zuckerberg. I'm killing people. Here I go. Knife in the heart. No problem, Zuck. I'll do what you want. Do you need a coffee? How much cream? Yo, I got you, bitch. I'm doing it for you. You rule my mind, my heart, my spine. Tell me what to do. I'll be there for you, baby. Yo, you know it's Zucky Zuck. Wow. Just a little fade out there. A ballad for Mark Zuckerberg. I think he would be proud of that. And frankly, I hope you haven't given him any ideas either. You have a beautiful, uh, you have uh, an absolutely beautiful singing voice. Yeah. Oh, thank you. A tremendous voice, I want to tell you. I appreciate that. That's, it it, it didn't used to be as decent. It, It took a while. That was, that was one of the things that I never really worked on much until I started like getting on stage and. And doing that, you know, but do you take singing lessons or is that all just from performing? It's all performing, all performing. You just, you know, it's like you after you're, you know, I've, I've probably, I don't know. I've probably played well over two to 300 shows at this point. Um, and you just have to, you just have to get, you have to like make it happen. And especially once you start playing bigger venues with bigger you know crowds that are expecting bigger you know better music you you have to step it up and uh, i don't know yeah i just just vocal warm-ups and shit that helps but uh yeah man you know the more you do something the 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 better you get at it hopefully so do you ever feel um restricted by the medium you've chosen i know that uh I, I, I'm just curious because you, you're not playing with other people. I'm, I'm curious, how could you, like, if you wanted to put out an album of music, for example, like, how would you approach that? I'm curious if you uh, have any interest in branching out into other types of music or if you are just, uh, if you're just going to, you know, if this is your, your medium of choice. No, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I do feel uh constrained a little bit like restricted a little bit i guess by just the nature of this which is that i have five channels i have to do it my exactly what you're saying it's just it's it it is very uh contained it doesn't you can be creative but you have to be creative within the parameters of this you know and uh so it yeah it definitely it's not something i want to do forever i think this is I love playing this show. I think it's a ton of fun. I, I guess I would like to do it on and off uh, for as long as I can, but it's a very high energy show. Yes. You know, there's a yeah. lot, it's just a lot of fucking energy, dude. <laughs> I'm like, I'm starting to get older, you know? And, uh, <laughs> so let me tell you, when you put, when you, when you uh, put up your uh, giant buttons, when you hang those up, what's next for, for Mark? 
Next on the table, uh, there's a few things. I want to I want to stretch my my arms more broadly into entertainment at large. Very I would good. like. Uh, I'm working on a show that I really can't say more about, but that I'm very excited about. Um, and then Fantastic. I would love to make an album, just like you said. I'd love to wow. compose, produce a piece of work, get in a studio with a band and make it, and then possibly tour it. Um, and then I think like the dream button at the end of all the buttons is uh, is probably... Oh, man, dude, I would fucking love to be a late night host so much. Really? Oh, oh really? God, so much. I feel like you are totally, you would be good at it. You think it could work? Yes. You got the energy. You have the energy and uh, hey. charisma. The, the voice. You're such a multi-talent. <laughs> you can do it all. Yo, <laughs> it's a big vibe out here. It's just a giant vibe out here, you guys. It's funny because uh, I, I, on the other hand, have always looked at late night hosts and while I admire what they do, I'm like, wow, I would fucking hate that job. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's relentless. Why? Why? It's like every, every night you have it to go hard. and fucking do it. And it's like, oh, it's just like, yeah. it just seems like a hammer. And you could tell like all these guys who've been in the game for years, it's just like, oh, every fucking day. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, God Dude, damn. it's true. There are some people, I'm like a huge, I'm a pretty big fan of late night and like Conan in particular. I love Letterman and Conan. Conan but um, yeah. But yeah, you can see there's like stretches of their lives where they clearly do not want to be there. Oh, yeah. They're just like, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Who are you? Yeah. Why am I supposed to give a shit about you? Okay. You know, and it's, it's I, hopefully. But they definitely serve a really good purpose, I feel like. I love that I can just put it on every night. Absolutely. Even if that episode is shit. You know, yeah, it's dependable. you need it. It's I need it. Yeah, it's a I friend. need that like thing that I can put on every night. Yeah, so, totally. I agree. It's a beautiful thing. Like it's a, it's a beautiful it. tradition. Uh, and I don't know if I would want to do it network, but but I you know, you can I think the, the world is wide enough now that you can just do whatever the fuck you want, basically. Tell me, I know uh, you are going on tour soon, despite the uh, you found a way to tour in the yes. middle of a pandemic. Tell me about that. Yes, I'm really fucking excited about that. We did like, uh, I think about a month ago, my the, my good people, my good agent people called me and they were like, yo, um, a, a friend of ours in Germany, a client of his just uh, did a show at a drive-in movie theater and it did very well. What do you think? I was like, shut that hot mouth and let's do this immediately. <laughs> go, go. And the dude, they put together a tour in like under a week and a half, like a tour. It's un it's insane what they did. Uh, how, um, does that how, does they work? Yeah. how do people, how does, that? how does it work? Oh, okay. So the way it works. Yeah. So, I mean, they basically had to find, drive-in movie theaters first of all that's a small market mm. you know i mean like the amount of drive-in movie theaters in the united states is not as huge as it was in 1952 mm. and and then furthermore you need to find drive-in movie theaters that are willing to take a risk and put on like a live show which thins the bunch out even more so uh 
you know, I don't know how the fuck they did it, but they worked with this production company called Hotbox. And uh, now we have, I believe, 10 dates. I think I'm playing 10 or 11 dates across the U.S. Uh, drive-in movie theaters. You're going to pull your ass up. Whatever you do in your car is your business. We don't give a fuck about that. Just pull on up. Don't leave the car. You know, we're going to regulate bathroom breaks and shit, but all the social distancing mm. stuff is going to be pretty heavily regulated. You can only open your window uh, a, a certain amount. I'll be broadcasting to you via FM radio. I'll be there wow. playing. I'm going to run my little <laughs> ass around the cars. It's going to be, dude, wow. it's going to be so fucking dope. So you're I'm so excited. So there'll be a stage and then people will be listening to you on the on radio. The radio. That's right. Huh. Yeah. So they're going to be like, facing the screen you know like the drive-in screen i didn't and, know they even existed still the, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's oh. true. they're like Which relics they're awesome. like old museum relics <laughs> people. Really cool. but now they're doing great business like mm -hmm. now they're sold out every night because <laughs> yeah you know, it's so the like, only game in you, town what else can you do and so if people want to get tickets where do where do the people good people of america find tickets to these shows you know, that's just such a fantastic question, Ethan. And let me tell you, it's www.iwantahotbox.com. I want to spell the casual way, W-A-N-N-A. Iwantahotbox.com. You're going to find your sweet tickets there. Huh? You're going to pick them up. And uh, what is and, a hot box? Do it. <laughs> what is a hot box? And why? Oh, you know what a hot box is? You mean just when you smoke weed in a small room? Oh, okay. Is that what you're yes. referring to? I want a hotbox.com. Is that your I personal website? It's when you fill a car with yeah. weed. Right. Yes, of course. I'm not uh, that I didn't swear. choose the URL. I wish I did because I thought it was pretty funny, but that's not that wasn't my doing. Who would who would put your tour on I want a hotbox.com? Who did such a thing? <laughs> who would put your tickets you don't there? like it? You don't think it's good? No, it's great, but like I mean, that's just a big decision to make for you. I agree. You know, it is. I agree. <laughs> I guess I probably I probably could have put it on my website somehow, but I'm I'm pretty lazy. And also, <laughs> I love that URL, dude. Yeah, it's fantastic. I would buy it. I want that. I mean, I would I would just take that for yourself if it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I want a hotbox dot com spelled colloquially W-A-N-N-A, -N -N of course. Um, Mark, why don't we play one more song to play them off, if that's OK with you? I love it. Let's do it. Um, the theme. Do we have a theme? COVID nineteen. Hit, hit me with something. COVID nineteen COVID. is pretty good. Pretty. You wanna, do you, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe monetize yeah, for that. Yeah. Oh, for COVID. Really? Yeah. You, Just for saying it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. Okay. But let's. Let, what do we got? What's okay. good? What's? How about um. Hmm. Does the peanut? Does anyone have anything tickling their? Uh, Anybody their at tushes? all? Hit me. Oh, um, uh, why don't we do something uh, based off of one of our lead stories today? How about um, how about uh, cremation or um, what was the other one? That we cremation, Jesus, Dan. Cremation. <laughs> Let's. Oh yeah, I love it. We're doing cremation. That's the worst topic ever. <laughs> We're definitely doing cremation. All right, okay. you, you inspired Mark, Dan. Cremation. <laughs> Okay, I've Cremation. Switched. I've switched and we're in, we're on. Why don't you just around. have him do it on the Holocaust while we're at it, Dan? <laughs> Bing, bang, boom. Cremate. <laughs> All right, we're cremating here. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, yo, yeah, yo, boom, bam, yo, you know it, bake, boop, bop, yo, beep, boop, bop. 
I'm talking about bop, boop, beep. You know what I'm talking about. Yo, bing, boom, yo, cremate. Cremation ashes. Yo, I'm talking about ashes now. Ashes in the urn. Urn with the ashes in the urn and the ashes in the urn and the ash 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 in the urn that ash in the urn that ash in the urn that ash. Gotta urn that ash in the 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 urn that ash
just celebrating her life and her life and uh, doing that. Great. Great. Okay. Um, have a good one. All right. You too. <laughs> I got to sniff that. I got to sniff that ass. I got to sniff that. I got to snort that ass. I got to sniff that. I got to sniff that ass. I got to snort that. So I'm gonna sniff that ass, gonna sort that ass, gonna, gonna put that shit in my nose of it, gonna put that shit in my nose of it, gonna sniff that ass in my nose of it, put a little bit of cremation in it, yo, it's a holy finger to fit, but I gotta sniff that shit, gotta sniff, sniff, I gotta sniff that ass, gotta sniff, sniff, I gotta sniff that ass, gotta earn that ass, and I earn that ass, and I earn that ass, and I sniff that ass, gotta sniff that ass, sniff that ass, gotta sniff that shit, sniff that ass, gotta sniff that shit, gotta, ugh, ugh, fucking shit, Oh. Oh. oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh. Woo! I feel good, baby. I'm feeling good now. I'm feeling better, baby. I got her inside my body feeling good now. I'm feeling better, baby. I'm sniffing ashes and there's nothing that you can do about it, bitch. Oh. Bang. <laughs> wow. Leave it to Mark to make cremation a topic of joy and pleasure. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. I, I don't know if that has anything to do at all with, <laughs> oh, it had everything to with do. what the news item is, but there you have it. That was wonderful. Mark, I want to thank you so much. It was a joy. It was a pleasure to share thank your musical you so talents much. with us, to learn a little bit about you. The people who that want to join you at these uh Drive, drive in, uh, performance. Yeah, drive in live shows, man. I want a hotbox.com. It's kind of hard to forget because mm-hmm. it's just the place. so interesting. That's the place. So head on over to I want a hotbox.com. Catch him doing a live show. There's nothing else to do for Christ's sake during this time. Go see Mark. I mean, it's going to be a fantastic show. You guys got a little taste of what he's got up his sleeve here today. And check out taste. his YouTube channel. YouTube. Ethan, uh, uh, I have to say, uh, and the whole gang, I love you guys so, so much. You've brought me. An enormous amount of joy over the years. Wait, why are you directing that towards you? You know how dope you are. He and said he, uh, oh, I thought he dude, said Ela. You, you guys are the shit. You guys are the shit. So thank you, man. Keep doing thank what you're so doing. Much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You, I know uh, you two are. Yeah, you're, you're awesome, such man. a talent. I just can't even uh, believe what thank I'm you. witnessing. Yeah, it was. A, it was a pleasure. It's amazing. The pleasure is mutual. It's it's a little mutual masturbation. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Frauding, I believe they call that. If you're from <laughs> that's right. And the penises that's right. are masturbated together, you love. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what we've all done here yes. today. Me too. Yes. Well, you watched. Uh, well, wa- uh, yeah. Okay. Zach, you watched. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. I loved okay, it. Good. Good. Um, so we've got YouTube. We've got I Want a Hot Box. We've got. Uh, well, tell me about your your YouTube is Marka Rubye. Rub. I'm sorry. I'm- Dude, you did it. You no, did. you did it. Rubby A, baby. I get I have like a phobia that once I say a name wrong, I get so embarrassed that I never want to say it again. You <laughs> notice that about me? You know? I, I no, you should know. absolutely I not get, be embarrassed. I it's know. a fucking absurd name. <laughs> but so what, your YouTube is uh Rubby A, your Twitter is Mark Rubby A. Yeah, my everything is Mark Rubby A. Mark Rubby A all across the board. Markrubbier.com. 
youtube.com slash mark rubier mark rubier linkedin add me on linkedin, <laughs> LinkedIn <boys>. <laughs> you got a strong network <laughs> just add me right on there all right mark thank you so much thank you we so appreciate much. you we bless you we wish you all the best in this life and the next one as well hopefully the next one comes Mwah. later likewise good luck on thank that you for tour. having me guys all right god bless you bye <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for watching the H3 podcast. We love you. Thanks for coming. We will see you next week. We wish Ian lots of love. He's on the love boat, the love adventure with the bachelorette. We're going to have to meet her. He can't hide her from us forever. We got to know who's He's got to delete that contract. Right. I think the contract gets ripped up at this yeah. point once she moves here and you guys are in love. <laughs> They're going to have babies, I bet. <laughs> We're going to have a bachelor baby. The first ever bachelor baby. <laughs> You're like an over, overbearing parent to you. Think about, wait, it's like, when are see. the babies coming? Think about, and the whole history of the show, The Bachelor. Is there a bachelor baby? Like there we, is. Oh, there is. Oh, good for them. <laughs> but I, I always wanted to be the first. I was yeah, ready sorry, to bud. start pushing. Sorry, me. that show is done at all. Do we have a 90 day fiance to watch? Tomorrow. Yeah, fuck. We have today the preview. The preview, man. They Those guys milk the shit out of that show. They do a 30 minute preview and they make it seem like it's its own show. But then here's what they do that's crazy. There's a uh, very dramatic sounds coming from yeah, someone's room. Yeah. Um, what they do is that they show the same 30 minutes on the full show that's the next day, but there's just little bits they put in that wasn't in the preview, just yeah. to make you watch it all again. So you have to watch it again, and you feel like such a loser. I get you every time, but and I we watch still it. watch it. Oh, I still watch it <laughs> because I love that show so much. <laughs> I love that show. What can I say? I'm a sucker for love. Yep. I believe in true love. That's why I like 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for watching. Have a fantastic weekend. We love you. Appreciate you. We'll see you next time. All right. God bless. Papa bless. Appreciate you. <laughs>